hey, I'm Allison, host of Fine Cut, a podcast where a guest brings a scene they have strong feelings about, love, hate, curiosity, from any form of media. And then we discuss the heck out of it for 20 minutes. It's a blast. Join us. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me for Fine Cut. I'm Allison Shelton, the host. And today we have Lori Arend. I almost tripped on your name after saying it right before we <laughs> recorded. Um, Lori Arend, friend of Ada McCartney, co-host of Femme On. Joining me, she is a writer and a serious amateur historian, almost professional sure. amateur historian. Um, sure. And so we went back and forth for a little bit about what scene we were going to choose because the Venn diagrams of our viewership do not overlap an enormous amount. So we, you ended up with what scene and why, Lori? Uh, I chose the red scene from Hero, from the movie Hero. Mm -hmm. um, and I chose it, well, first I chose it because uh, when we first started talking about this, you said that something that you were always interested in talking about was sex scenes. Yes. And um, I, I felt like that particular scene like this the sex part is really mm -hmm. kind of important to the the overall yes. narrative of that section of the movie but also I think that it has one of the most interesting and memorable wire fighting scenes of any martial arts movie that I've ever seen beautiful I mean it's breathtaking I rewatched the red section and the black section that's the first section right sure um, yeah and I had seen the movie in the theater when it came out like 20 years ago um <laughs> yeah me too and and was blown away by obviously like visually it is stunning and was the most expensive film in Chinese history at that point yeah I read that that yeah. it was the most expensive it is even to this day it was the it most still? expensive yeah the most expensive Chinese language movie ever made and you feel it when yeah. you're watching it you know, it's not one of those movies where you watch it and you think, how did this cost a hundred million dollars? Because I do have that experience when I go to movies sometimes. Sure. This movie, you see it on the screen, how this cost, I'm assuming, over hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, and I mean, just in, even in this scene alone, just how all the different filming locations that yep. they use that had to be astronomical. Right. The palace that the the emperor is he an emperor the emperor mm -hmm. is in and the extras that are there I mean I know some of them were probably painted in or cg'd in depending on yeah. what technique they used but obviously the first few lines are actual bodies so yeah and they're in full armor <laughs> yeah and all the students in the calligraphy school they're right. all those are all real people right I, mean, I don't see how they could have cg'd that so for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, I realize we should give you a little framing. So Hero is a film directed by Zhang Yimou, who is like a Chinese national treasure and is directed probably if you've seen a Chinese movie, you've seen one of his because he is sort of the preeminent Chinese filmmaker. And this story follows a hero played by Jet Li, who is a mysterious warrior named Nameless. And he has supposedly slain three assassins who were out to murder his emperor and so it's told in episodes of him telling how he 
murdered these assassins. And black is him murdering the first one. And then red is the 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 last two. And then the story takes a turn. You don't need to know all that. But <laughs> so <laughs> red is his is nameless explaining. And I do think the sex scene is really important because the sex scene is the crux of how he murdered these two assassins, essentially. Yes. Yes. He was he was kind of taking advantage of mm-hmm. some the two assassins that he goes to murder are there in in a long-term relationship, but he's taking advantage of the fact that there's conflict in that relationship. Yes. Unspoken conflict. It is so high drama. It reminds me very much of like Chinese opera, this yes. section specifically. Um because I should have snow. What is her um Look, flying snow? That's a uh, Maggie Chung, right? Right. So she and she is the most like she's like a diva, you know. Every expression she may and she has like the cat eye makeup too, so it's in the red robes, but every expression she makes seems to be of disdain. Like <laughs> she yes. looks, you know, she looks at the world as if, how dare you exist? That's how I feel when she looks at Ji Zhang, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, Moon. I think yeah, Moon, I think. And that's the scene you're talking about, right? The operatic Mm -hmm. um, wire martial arts scene. Yeah, where she's where she's killed her lover, Broken Spear. Yeah, and um, and and then his apprentice, which is Moon, played by Ji Zhang, comes and says, "I'm going to kill you now. I'm going to avenge my master." And then they, she doesn't even act like she really wants to fight her. Mm -hmm. I will not fight you. Yeah. I am not interested in fighting you. Um, she seems interested, though. Um, she she gets know, interested. Yeah, she definitely gets interested. At first, she's kind of just deflecting the blows, but then it um, it evolves from there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think when you said about her like red robes, that was something that really stuck out to me about the whole scene. And I I kind of I like went back and researched and like read a couple of interviews with the cinematographer. Mm-hmm. And he said that um they weren't happy with how the red was coming across. And so they actually used a different type of film to film that whole section. And they had to get like super expensive dye for all the costumes to, because they wanted it to really look drenched and super red <laughs> and it does like not just normal red just, yeah it had to be super red right Which and now people would do that in post right they would yeah. saturate a color through post but then it was and and I went to film school not long before this film and so that was something we were talking about with film stock and how you choose to you know use what stock and how you light it and so all that stuff is really interesting color is different than our eyes perceive it when you record it and yeah so, and then to get a certain quality they had yes. to go to a lot of lengths to make that happen I believe it because it is stunning the color and yeah. that the screen is filled with it and yet it is not um monotonous no no not at all it's very I mean you don't get tired I don't get tired of watching that movie and it's 20 years old yeah and it is beautiful the calligraphy so they're hiding out in a calligraphy school and nameless goes to get the character sword drawn um which he has to draw in red ink because it's such Mm -hmm. a large 
it's not a canvas, but you know, what he's drawing it on and um, the red ink and all the calligraphy students. Um, yeah, it's, it's visually stunning. So what did you think about the sex scene itself? I was honestly, I hadn't watched it in so long. I was expecting a bit more. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I think that in, I think that the, the sex part, I think it kind of, um, brings in the idea that there's a lot of kind of unspoken emotions going on um, and that that is only just one expression of the things that are supposedly going on between the two assassins as they navigate their we'll call them relationship difficulties Um, and and I also think that uh, something that stuck out to me about that was how uh, Moon was more or less rejected during the course of that scene, uh, yeah. but still maintained her loyalty to her master to the point of going risking her life to avenge him. Which yes. I thought was interesting too. And did you feel like, well, I felt like some of the sex scene was because of Chinese censorship as well. Like obviously sure. you can't show very much. So this is like, um, it, it operates very much as a plot device. Yeah, very much. And and I guess that's also too like cultural uh, norms of what is acceptable to show on scene mm-hmm. uh, might be vastly different than what, shall we say, than what you might find in an American movie. But I also thought it was sort of another opportunity to kind of um, show the, the, the red and the kind mm-hmm. of smooth camera situation that they were using in throughout that whole scene to convey that this was really less of a physical thing and more of an, um, an emotional thing. Well, yeah, because in the end, the fight between Moon and Flying Snow is much more emotional and physical and engaging and long than the sex scene is. You know, yes. obviously the tension here is, I mean, the movie's called Hero, so that's not a big surprise, but, you know, it's about uh, power and yeah. domination. Um, so, and lots of times in movies, they would show that through the sex scene, which they do because he does reject her, like you say. Um, but I thought it was interesting to have the sex scene, the murder, and then the fight all in a row because they do feel linked. Um, yes. Narratively. Yes. I, I think it also, in addition to being about power and domination, I think another thing that is stuck out to me as a theme was, um, personal like sacrifice mm-hmm. like sacrificing something that you really care about for some greater ideal and right. i feel that's repeated all throughout not only that scene but also the movie right that's i mean sort of what the movie's about right? yeah sure sure yeah <laughs> sacrificing yourself for the greater good for the unity of china i mean it's a very nationalistic film yes yeah yeah you you see uh and also i feel like in a way they showed off some parts of the country in that movie too Mm -hmm. um but okay if we're going to go on to the china the the sort of chinese cultural thing i think it's also something that kind of weirded me out at the time uh was how in chinese culture red is usually a color of celebration but that whole scene is kind of about people getting killed and people getting betrayed within their relationships and like people fighting uh over very strong emotions there's a lot of like really strong um and deep and not very positive emotions going on 
but that color has such a positive connotation in so many well definitely celebratory connotation and good luck right yeah that's that's, um but I now I'm not going to remember but I did see a thing that he was asked what the different colors mean and I think red meant passion like sure you know and I mean we all (laughs) fairly common association but it is interesting and I think it really pops because the chapter before that's black or gray it is truly it's interesting because I think red you you feel it it's like showy how impressive the use of color is but to get something that drab on screen is also an accomplishment yes it is very difficult to costume and find locations and like and you feel that the heaviness of that place um and so then the red section pops like so dramatically um yeah it's beautiful so Lori, any final thoughts before we wrap um i i mean i feel like if if there's anybody out there who hasn't seen this movie yet <laughs> you should probably give it a go it's pretty good um and also i think it's great because it brought a chinese language movies to the u.s uh, audiences and and there's so much great stuff out there being made in that genre so oh yeah enjoy it yeah I agree um and Lori is not on social media and doesn't have a website so I'm not gonna pop to her and ask her where we can find her we're just gonna say thank you to Lori thanks for joining me and thanks for having this conversation and if you liked it, share it with friends and subscribe and rate and do nice things because it's fun to share the podcast with people because we love doing it. So thank you, everyone. Have a lovely day. Thank you, Lori. Bye.